0: Saints and welcome back to the doghouse. This semester has really flown by and I don't know if anyone else can tell but it makes me feel like this semester just started and before we know it the spring semester will be here so make sure to really enjoy your break coming up but for now I have a few guests with me today so I'll have them introduce themselves and we'll get started so would someone like to go first? Hi I'm Rachel
1: Da and I'm one of the campus mental health counselors in the Wellness Lodge. Hi, I'm
2: Noelle Flint. I'm the other mental health counselor in the Wellness Lab.
0: Great. I'm so glad to have you guys here with me today. To get started today, I was just going to ask you guys to talk a little bit about why you pursued a career in mental health and why, like, specifically, like, at a college.
1: Sure. So, honestly, I am a huge nerd when it comes to mental health. I just love learning about how our brains work, how we communicate with others, our relationships, how we function, how we take care of ourselves. Um, I think being a therapist has helped me grow and become better in so many ways as a human. And I love watching the healing process for other people. And to be totally honest, the reason I came to Duville was because
2: of the 32-hour work week. It's a great perk, and it totally won me over. Mm-hmm. That is a nice, a nice addition to mm-hmm. working here. Um, so I originally did not go to school for mental health counseling. I'm not, we both have our degrees in, in social work. Um, but I originally started going to school for music. Um, I wanted to be a music teacher, but I decided I really didn't want to do teaching. I was kind of falling out of love with music, and I was experiencing Mm -hmm. a lot of burnout like you guys do, so I started thinking about other things that I like to do. I like helping people. I like talking to people. Mm -hmm. I do like talking about mental health, Um, and a lot of my family works in mental health as well, so I got into social work, and you know, Dioville just offers a really different kind of approach to a lot of other places in Buffalo. So working at like a clinic or um, working at an agency is very different than working at a college. And it was a population that I felt like, you know, pretty close in age to you guys. So I was like, I'm excited to talk and work with people that are similar to myself. Yeah, it's good that you like
0: found something that piqued your interest. Like it took a little bit to get there, but in the end, I feel like it was worth it. Yeah. So, um, so the Wellness Lodge is definitely like a very good spot for students to come if like they need these types of services. Um, I guess, what would you say like students enjoy most about like coming to the Wellness Lodge? I mean, our shining personalities, how much fun <laughs> we are to hang out with in the Wellness Lodge. <laughs> I didn't
1: put it number one, but um, no, I think it's there's something for everybody for what they're looking for right so during our weekly programs we have daily yoga classes we have two art classes a week we have a meditation class we have massage chairs so we have activities and social activities to take care of yourself or unwind or get to know people um there's also the campus cupboard up there so people can come and grab things if they need food or hygiene products um in terms of like our office spaces there's like a nice kind of living room space where Students can come and really just kind of unwind and build relationships. And we see a lot of students who really enjoy that. Um, say, like, I'm just glad to be out of my room. I just want to hang out somewhere different. Have people who are, like, kind to them and not judgmental and willing to be a little goofy. Um, and then there's students who we only see for counseling that come to us just for counseling appointments. And I think
2: that is really helpful, like, just a helpful resource that people are able to use with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would you say, Noel? I think I agree with you about, like, just having a place to feel like they can unwind and be themselves. I think there's a lot of places like that in this building, but I think ours is a little bit more calm and relaxed. Um, there's not as many people up there at one time, so being able to just come, relax, be themselves, and enjoy the space.
0: Yeah,
2: I haven't been up there too much myself, so
0: I definitely want to make sure that I get up there more, <laughs> more often because I do really like the space and... That essential oil is great. Our signature scent. Our signature it always smells good. I
1: put it on every morning. <laughs> yes,
0: it is great for sure. So moving on to my next question. Why do you think mental health is such a big struggle amongst college students? And what do you think needs to be done to like resolve this?
2: You no, know, I think we were talking a little bit about this earlier. And I, one thing that I'm, I'm really hoping that people can take away from this episode or this episode of the podcast is that you guys are still so young. So your brains aren't fully developed yet. So you're experiencing a lot of really intense change in your life at a time when your brain is also experiencing really intense change. So accepting that and knowing that I think is a a big part of saying, you know what, maybe life is really hard right now. But it does get better. I will hit 25 or 26 and, and life will start to feel a little bit more settled. Yeah. But I also think it, it goes back to like that high stress environment because you guys are all such high achievers. You want to do well. You're going into really uh, incredible professional fields. So you're all people that are focused really a lot on doing well, achieving and um, graduating and getting the best jobs. So, for me, I feel like the the best way to take care of that is to start with the basics. and um, that's something I think Rachel speaks really well to a lot. That's a big part of her her foundation as a therapist. So one thing that Rachel talks a lot about, and I feel like I've taken a lot since working with her, is like we have to just take care of our bodies. We have to make sure that we're eating. We have to make sure that we're hydrated. We have to make sure that we're sleeping enough. Are we like, taking and uh, treating medicines that our doctors are prescribing for us are we taking vitamins if we need to um and then like once those basics are looked at then we say okay like are my social needs met are my emotional needs met and then we start to like pick those apart and say okay if they're not what can I do to get those needs met so that my baseline my foundation it's good to go. And then after that, then I can really focus on the academic piece of my
0: life. Yeah, that's a lot of information, but <laughs> I'm sorry. Ew, it's okay. <laughs> that's my, no. that's my um, f- fatal. I, I enjoy hearing that. And for sure, like sometimes just like going back to those basics and just kind of looking at everything and making sure that you're taking care of yourself, I feel like is number one. So sure.
1: And this is, I mean, a huge part of why this is challenging right now is because especially for undergraduate students like this is really your first time to do this you know most of us have spent our whole lives living with our parents with our parents telling us go to bed eat dinner eat breakfast did you pack your lunch did you do your homework and monitoring all these things so now you have these immense responsibilities and huge expectations as students on you while still figuring out how to do things for yourself right like I'm sure everybody that is listening to this or in this room could tell me at least ten students they know that haven't slept enough in the past two weeks, right? Like, mm-hmm. and it's just our bodies function better when we sleep. So I think Noel was right. Like that totally is like the underpinnings of our bodies are not this disconnected like physical health and mental health. It all works together, and it's that analogy that's kind of cheesy. But if there's not gas in the tank, the car won't run. So it's taking care of ourselves. Um, another thing I think that's really going on college campuses that I've heard quite a bit about with colleagues is just the transition out of the pandemic you know like we are at a point where we're kind of post-pandemic and it's really been dropped from conversation nobody talks about masks or hand sanitizer social distancing anymore and we kind of all roll our eyes if somebody gets COVID but at the same time like we all went through a lot at every level of society every individual was impacted and I mean I think about the incoming freshman class like they were sophomores when the pandemic started so they missed two very normal years of preparation for college and high school right academically social skills all the stuff that you're really hearing in college or in high school preparing for college or college students that have been here that missed a few years remote building those essential relationships freshman and sophomore year if they were new when everything went remote um, and even just a sense of the campus reacclimating to being full with students again when for a few years there weren't students on campus So I think there's a lot of needs that are as a result of this. But because we're all hardworking and pushers in our society, we're like, (laughs) that was nothing. Let's just keep going. But it takes time to adjust.
0: And one of the adjustments that we're feeling is our mental health. So kind of like going along with that, like, what would you say... Is the biggest misconception about mental health and mental health counseling? Oh, it's hard to pick the biggest.
1: <laughs> um, I share a few. <laughs> I think for me, one of the biggest things with mental health, and this is something that I think we each carry as a misconception for ourselves, is that if, like, when we talk about mental health, it means there's something wrong with you, right? Like, we're all able to talk about our physical health as just as part of our existence, but we haven't fully integrated the idea that our mental health is just part of us as a whole person. So it's like, oh. Like, I know, especially when I was younger, and I think it's still there, but the, com- the conversation in society changing, but, like, oh, like, there's something wrong with their mental health, or, oh, yeah, she has mental health needs, and, like, spoiler alert, like, we all have mental health needs, because, like, we all have an emotional self, a physical self, a spiritual self, um, and so that all comes into it, and so I think there's this idea, like, oh, if I go to counseling, it means I'm wrong, or I'm broken, or things like that, And no, it means you're coming to learn how to take care of yourself. And I think for me, that's one of the biggest misconceptions about actual counseling is that in counseling, like you're going to get psychoanalyzed or someone's going to help you figure out exactly how that one thing happened in your childhood that makes you click like this now. And that can happen sometimes, of course, but a lot of it is learning how to take care of yourself. What are your needs? What are your needs to not have in your life? What is a big issue for you? What do you need to avoid? How do you balance yourself? All of these things so that you are like empowered to take care of yourself and you don't need somebody else to make you feel better or you don't go through this consistent, like I feel good and then I feel really bad when something happens because I can't handle it. And then I feel good and I feel really bad. So you can kind of break out of that cycle as you age and get older and learn
2: how to do all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the other misconception for me is that like, like you have to have one concrete diagnosis. So people will be like, well, am I depressed or do I have anxiety? Or like that just we'll just use that as an example. But the answer can often be maybe it's a little bit of both. My what I kind of like to push is, at least at this level, maybe the diagnosis doesn't matter. Maybe what matters is the symptom. Um, So you guys are all in like, uh, not all, but a lot of people are in um, like health related majors. So it's important to know that like the definition of something being problematic is when it's interfering with your daily life. So maybe we're not treating like anxiety, like, oh, this diagnosis, but it's like, hmm, I feel really overwhelmed when I'm taking a test. So we say, okay, let's talk, let's break that down a little bit more and focus on that specific symptom rather than the diagnosis as a whole. So we can take things step by step in, in counselling, uh and it doesn't have to be as overwhelming as it may seem. For me,
0: like sometimes I get like that like test anxiety, like trying to study as much as I can, like pushing things just into my head, trying to get every single thing down when like in reality that's just like not possible. Like mm-hmm. you just have to try to understand as much as you can without trying to overwhelm yourself. I think like sometimes I do that. So mm-hmm. it's <laughs> good to know and
1: well and I think final weeks is like few of my oh yeah right because especially when you're dealing with like several exams in one week there's no human that is meant to to, like that's not part of our human makeup to want to sit and take several exams in a week right so I don't think there's anybody that's like well I feel awesome doing this that was a great week and so I think anxiety and stress and wanting to perform well are the things that push you to do these like in humane kind of activities for like a week or two Mm -hmm. and I think short-term stress like that is okay right I think it's how you take care of yourself during that time like trying to sleep when you can if you're up all night make sure you get a nap in you know maybe you can't sleep at night because you're so stressed try to get a nap when you can or unwind your brain will thank you you'll retain more information Mm -hmm. make sure you get some food in if you don't like the dining hall keep some extra snacks in your room so you can eat more drinking your water have your protein shakes whatever it is to keep your body fueled because it makes your brain work better and it's not going to take the stress away but it will maybe reduce the intensity a little bit and then for me it's really like like when people come in and they tell me they're really stressed about something or something happened i was really stressed i was like okay so how did you take care of yourself afterwards right like if your friend came to you and was like oh my god this was so stressful all this stuff happened would you look at and be like oh, my God, you did so bad. You're such an idiot. Like, you could have done so much better. Why didn't you study harder? But and it'd be like, no. You'd be like, you did awesome. You did your best. That's totally enough. Like, let's watch a movie and hang out. But for ourselves, you're like, oh, my God, you're so stupid. Like, how did I not know this? I should have known that. Duh. And, like, you talk down to yourself a lot. And so it's really, like, after you go through these stressful stuff, be like, maybe if you're able to, be like, wow, that was a lot of work. I'm going to give myself a nice little thank you and pick out some of my favorite things to do and unwind for a bit so that you're able to let go of that stress so it doesn't just fuel you right into a fight with your parents at
0: Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I'm for sure going to try to take some of those ideas and incorporate them into my daily activities for after my finals. So yeah. I hope that like everyone listening will also kind of take some of those into consideration.
2: Can I say one thing? Of course. Yeah, totally. When you're studying, and I was just saying this to our GA, Alana, you got to take a break sometimes, but you have to. And I know it feels really difficult because you are very focused people here at (laughs) Diovo. And you are, again, I know I've said it a million times, but you're high achievers. You want to do well, which are great qualities. At the same time, we have to be able to take breaks in order to retain the information. So it's just, it's basic science and I won't get too deep into that here but I will say that if you are so stressed out of your mind about studying it doesn't matter what you're looking at because you're not going to hold that information in your brain in order to retain that stuff and have it really sink in you have to take a break and like scroll on TikTok for a little bit or like I really enjoy painting or coloring or something maybe you need to get outside and take a walk Do what's right for you, but schedule ins and breaks for yourself so that you can retain information. Mm
1: -hmm. And just a little Wellness
2: Lodge plug,
1: if you're looking (laughs) for somewhere to color or do some watercolors or play with a little sand table, we have all of that for you. You're welcome to come take your study breaks with us.
0: Yeah. Awesome. I definitely am going to try to make it up there this week, for yes. sure, It's coming week. Is there anything else you
2: guys would like to add? We just are so appreciative to get to work with all of you. And we really enjoy, you know, seeing you all and talking to you and hearing your stories and, and getting to be part of your, your life here at Duville. And we just really hope that you'll give yourselves a little bit more kindness because in order to promote good mental health, we need to be kinder to ourselves and give ourselves some more breaks. I know that's like probably one of the most therapisty things that I've said today. But my it's God, true. just be nice. Be nice to yeah. yourself. Well, thank you guys so much for
0: coming on the podcast today. I hope that your words help inspire students to kind of think about themselves a little bit more. And hopefully this gets them to come up and see you guys in the Wellness Lodge as well.
2: Third floor of KAB. So yeah, We're right above like the beach and the park and stuff, so... If you just hit three on that elevator instead of two, that's where you find us. Mm -hmm. Yes, for sure. So just ending the podcast,
0: I have a couple student government updates. We have our research scholarship that went out in our last letter. Then this is an award that supports student participation in research conferences and studies within the field of their interest. This award covers trip expenses and research enrollment opportunities up to $2,000. The SGA will be allotting $10,000 to the Saints Research Award, which five different students will be granted $2,000. If this is something you are interested in, be sure to check out that letter that we sent out. It also has the application attached to it, and if you have any other questions, be sure to email us at sgadyc.edu. Also, this past week we had winter fest and it was a very great event and we hope that everyone had a great time and was able to use this as a little gathering before heading back home for winter break lastly this coming week we have our finals week events so if you need that little study break like we were talking about earlier just kind of getting your mind off of studying Be sure to join us. On Monday, we have late night breakfast from 9 to 11 in the dining hall. Tuesday is our late night ice cream bar, which is at 9, which will also be in the dining hall. Wednesday is movie night at 8 p.m. in the Hub, and the movie we will be showing is Elf. Make sure to come by, and you don't want to miss these events. So I hope everyone has a good winter break, and to those of you who are graduating this semester, good luck as you move on to the next chapter, and for everyone else, we'll see you back in the spring. See you, Saints!